Welcome to the podcast for smart Christian single mothers. I am Marilyn Dawson, the solo mom agape resource tactician, and I am here to share tips, hacks, ideas, solutions, perspective shifts, and more related to finding moments of peace in your daily schedule and making life a little more affordable. Each week's podcast will generally be 10 minutes long or less, frequently as short as 2 to 5 minutes. Let's dive in. Hey everyone, I wanted to talk on taming the clock around your bedtime routines. Bedtime routines can be um, easy in some households and they can be all out nightmares in other households. This can sometimes be dependent on what's happening around the bedtime hour. It can also be what's happening um, inside um, each person's ways of thinking and feeling around the day. It can, uh, like hectic days, for example, can cause stressful times at bedtime. And uh, it can also depend on temperament. Um, Some kids are more easygoing about wrapping up their day and others are having too much fun and just plain don't want it to end. So wherever you are and wherever your household is on that spectrum, I just wanted to bring up a few points today about uh, ways that you can help your children with an easier bedtime routine, particularly for those that possibly turn it into a bit of a battle every night. One of the things to keep in mind uh, is what you're allowing them to feed their minds with after dinner and before bed, particularly an hour before bed. You don't want to be allowing them to fill their minds with... uh, violent games, even if they're cartoonized, uh, cartoon violence can still have an effect on the subconscious. I should note here that the subconscious does not know the difference between fiction and reality. Many people scoff at me over this, but my son during high school had a really um, darkly funny uh, situation happen with a friend of his that he went to visit one day. Um, his friend's house had a dark, long, narrow staircase going to the basement. The outside windows did not go into the, uh, stairwell. There were doors around the base. And, uh, so when you turn the light off, it was pitch black down there. They had gone down there. His friend was showing him something and, uh, they were on their way back up. His friend was, had reached the top of the stairs and accidentally turned the light off on my son. So my son got an idea in his head. He quietly walked back down the stairs, uh, hid behind one of the doors, and waited. Now, it should be noted that his friend was into playing zombie games and watching zombie movies and that kind of thing. His friend eventually realizes that uh, my son didn't follow him, so he pokes his head back into the stairwell and he calls his name. My son, he stays quiet, and he waits to hear the sounds of his friend starting to come down the stairs. He waited till his friend was roughly at the halfway mark down the stairs, and then he quietly opened the door he was hiding behind and gave an audible version of the squeaking noise often heard in this kid's uh, zombie games. Well, all of a sudden, his friend is charging back up the stairs, charging out of the house, and holding his heart out in the carport. Why? He had freaked right out over these zombie sounds. Now, most people will tell you, oh, it's just a a movie, or it's just a game, it's just a book, it's just a song. But even as a teenager, this kid, who has a legitimate heart condition, I should add, found himself having to gather himself together and calm himself down 
because subconsciously he had freaked out at the very real-life sound of my son pretending to be a zombie. Now, children, uh, particularly young children, can have what we call night terrors. And night terrors, um, I grew up with them being called just all-out nightmares. And these can have various causes. Um, they can be caused by uh, not processing your food properly. They can be caused by too much sugar and food coloring. They can be caused by um, chemicals in your food. They can be caused by um, de developmental issues. They can also be caused by environmental and um, input issues. So you want to make sure you are not deliberately causing night terrors by giving their subconscious something to bring to the surface when the child is trying to sleep. So we want to be careful that, particularly in the last hour of the day, that whatever media they may be consuming, whether it's a book or whether it's music or whether it's a game or whether it's a, a video, that it is calmer, uh, more upbeat, more positive, and uh, won't feed the subconscious because we replay things in our dreams. And not only do we replay them in our dreams, but the enemy of our souls can use those dreams against us. So what might seem like a simple night terror to you might actually be a demonic attack against your kid. And if this is new to you, if you're not used to this idea, um, tell me uh, either in the comments or in a DM, and I will put you in touch with a lady who writes children's books who teaches those kids how to protect themselves using the armor of God as mentioned in the book of Ephesians. Um, she is a fellow author, and uh, I love what she's writing. I love what she's teaching because my own journey into spiritual warfare began as a child myself, and I was fortunate to have parents who saw what was happening, knew how to deal with it, and modeled that for me. I have in turn modeled this for my own children, and I encourage you, if this is new for you, to learn how to deal with it and contact me if you don't know how. I can help you with that. It isn't in my coaching modules, but I can still help you with that. Um, so we want to be careful what we're putting into their heads. As alluded to, we want to be careful what we're putting into their tummies. Uh, we don't want to be giving them a lot of food coloring or a lot of artificial flavors and colors and a lot of chemicals. Those actually contribute uh, to uh, the brain racing when it should be calming down. Um, this is often seen through uh, various high-functioning autistic cases or ADHD or ADD. And you can calm that down and you can also calm down the potential for night terrors by making sure the food you give your kids is as natural as possible. Uh, get away from the processed foods. You will save your pocketbook by buying um, whole foods and learning how to cook them. And you will save uh, you, you and your children's health. And you will also save uh, this, uh, these night terrors from happening at night as well. One of the ways that you can uh, produce calm around bedtime is uh, with moving your family altar time to bedtime. Uh, spend time uh, reading from God's Word and in prayer and thanksgiving. As your kids uh, reach the reading age, they can take turns reading. And what we used to do was to take the book of Proverbs. So, for example, pretend it was March 1st. That would be Proverbs chapter 1. March 2nd, Proverbs chapter 2, and so on. So if, if you forgot a day, you didn't really forget where you were. Just look at the calendar. If it says March 25th, you're on chapter 25 today. 
and as your kids learn how to read, you each take, you read around the circle, taking a few verses each time till you reach the end of the chapter. And uh, if you're using something like the Thompson Chain Reference Bible, or if you have a digital Bible available where you can do searches according to Strong's Concordance, if a, one of your kids has a question about a word or a thought, you can look that up and it can become a teaching moment. And then spending time in prayer and telling each person around the circle to thank God for something about that day. Uh, going to bed with a situation involving thankfulness and gratitude is far more invitational than sending them to bed with uh, fight scenes and zombies in their heads. So take time for prayer at bedtime. Take time for thanking the Lord for the things. And it can be as simple as thanking God for a favorite toy or thanking God for the pet or thanking God for that big fluffy duvet they got at Christmas. And send them to bed with thoughts of God's word. Reconsider these uh, three different thoughts on making bedtime quieter and more productive and reducing the, the possibility of night terrors. I just remembered one more thing I was going to bring up. Um, many parents complain about putting their kids to bed and then all of a sudden they're popping out. They have various reasons they're popping out. But one of those reasons is they have to use the washroom. And I was on my own way to bed last night when I remembered many times the body has to allow things to settle. And if you're like me and you need a bedtime snack, or if your kids are like me and they need a bedtime snack, you can tell them to use the washroom before they go to bed, which is a good habit to get them into. Don't be surprised, however, when 20 minutes later, they got to go again. I do that. How can I get upset with a kid for doing that if I do that? So get them up, get them to the bathroom, have as little light turned on as possible, and act as groggy as they should be acting and encourage them to use the washroom with as little light as possible. If there happens to be a street light outside that shines in through the curtains of the bathroom window, encourage them to figure out how to use that as their nightlight. And tumble them back into bed, again, acting as groggy as they should be, and, and send them off to go to sleep. Many parents actually get upset and stressed out when their kids don't go to bed and stay in bed. But seriously, some of us just have active bladders. And respecting your kid for that and not making a big deal out of it, groggily helping them to the bathroom and back again until they're able to do it on their own is the best thing you can do for them. Uh, some bodies, you know, you can have a bedtime snack, use the washroom before you go to bed, and you're fine until 6 a.m. But there are others of us, and I'm one of them. No, we're not fine. Take the stress off yourself and take the stress off the child. Because when you get after them for general bodily functions, they're going to feel like it's their fault and they won't know why. Eventually, you can explain why when they get older, but when they're uh, kindergarten age or if they're in grade one, they're not going to understand at first. And uh, so go easy on them. Let their bodily functions behave the way God made them to. And that will ease up on the peace at bedtime as well. If you have questions about what I said earlier, send me a DM and we'll discuss those things. Thank you for listening today. You can also find these helpful weekly thoughts on YouTube. Search for MD and then go to the coaching playlist. In addition, if you want to chat about these ideas with other smart Christian moms, head on over to Facebook and look up the Great Thought Exchange for Smart Christian Single Moms. Be sure to answer the questions to join. Once again, thanks for listening and stay tuned for next week's podcast.